Once you are self-aware, you must make a change. Welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we'll be discussing leadership, business, human potential, inspiring you to live rich from the inside out. Unlock your creativity, stretch out of your comfort zone, break through your barriers, take inspired action, and achieve epic results. Now here's your host, three-time best-selling author, speaker, and certified executive coach, Deborah Kozowski. Happy New Year and welcome to 2024. I'm excited to be here with you as we launch into a new year, new ambitions, new dreams, new goals, new ways to lead. I was, you know, looking up what the definition of resolutions are. I know sometimes we don't even think about the definitions of words. And one of the definitions I came across is that a resolution is a promise to yourself to do or not do something. And I'm not a big fan of resolutions. One of the reasons is, is because it seems to be this fleeting thing that someone asks us just before midnight and we sputter out, you know, lose weight, quit drinking for people who smoke, smoking, you know, all of these things. And then others will say, well, I want to improve my mental health. I want to improve my problem solving. I want to be more consistent with my self-care. These are building blocks. Okay. They're building blocks because they don't have a plan attached to them. They're this fleeting thought of this is what I would like to do. But when it comes down to it, it's when you make a commitment, you're making a choice to say, I'm going to improve my mental health this year. And I'm going to do it with intention. I've made a decision, a choice, a commitment to really focus on improving my mental health. Here's some of the ways I'm going to do it. This is my plan. And I will reevaluate by December 31st of 2024 or the end of the year. That is a goal. And the reason why we kind of set these resolutions and why they don't work is because, again, they're general, they're the building block, but they're not the firm foundation. The other thing is sometimes we look at them and they think, oh my gosh. I can't believe I said that out loud and it's so big. How am I going to make that happen? Whatever that resolution is for you. Does it seem big? And do you have a why as to why you're doing it? Why is it important to you? You know, when people are emotionally connected to a goal, a vision board, that's when the magic happens. If there is no desire driving you or awareness of why you want to do something, the change won't happen. It won't happen. Or you'll start and by January 15th, you might sputter out and think, oh, why bother? And I don't want you to get into that, that attitude of what's the point. There's a big point. The fact that it came to you means that there's some importance. I want you to dig a little bit deeper and think to yourself, what will it give you to have that by the end of 2024? Or if you're listening to this at a different year, what will it have? So what I recommend to people is, you know, we talk about the word of the year, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that as well. But what I want you to think about is think about the word that you want to represent 2024. 
So for example, myself, my life word is the word believe. That is kind of the golden thread that underlies everything that I live for, that I believe in humanity. I believe in my goals. I believe in my dreams. I believe there is good people. All of these things that underline the current of my life. And then I have a yearly word. And sometimes it's two words. And sometimes in the middle of the year, I change the word because I realize that the word I had chosen worked for the first six months or the first four months, and it no longer resonates with me. And people are like, oh, I don't know why I could change my word. You're in charge of your life. And I want to give you that permission to say, you know what? This is no longer working for me. I need to change things up and really focus in on what you want, what you desire, what you are aware needs to be your focus. And when you do that, you can create amazing things in your life. So for this year, I think I've chosen the word release. And it comes in many forms. It releases, you know, a lot of the doubts and fears. And, you know, I'm working on some health things. So, you know, to release any stress or inflammation. And then there's also, you know, releasing of letting go of relationships and people that do not fit into my vision anymore, but not in a way of saying we're done kind of thing, just allowing them to fade into the background of my life. If they're meant to be there, they will be there. And if they're no longer choosing to be there or I just don't stay in contact as much, they are going to just fade into the fabric of my life. And those that, you know, we want to keep intentional contact with, we continue to do so. So these are some of the things that I'm thinking of releasing. But at the same time, the word release, I think it's it's liberating, but it also has a heaviness to it to me. And I'm going to focus on the liberation and say that my second word is expansion. Expansion in the fact that I want to do more coaching, I want to be on more stages, I want to serve more people, because I want you to live fully into your potential, stepping out of your comfort zone, embracing some of these challenges, and really seeing the growth in who you become in the process, and how you can share your gifts, your knowledge, your talents with the world to make an impact instead of shying away. So that expansiveness is to go alongside you along this journey to do some of those steps out of the comfort zone, to challenge those assumptions of what's possible and what's not possible and really go bigger. And the expansion is really a viewpoint, a perspective So release is for some of the underlying currents to almost have a surrendering in a way and also not buy into those negative beliefs or doubts or fears that like to creep in. We all have them. And one of the exercises that I've learned recently is just to catch your fear. What is that fear? When you're thinking about what do you fear, I want you to just grab grab hold of it for a moment. Like if you had a fishing net, you're grabbing that fear and you're looking it in the eye and you're thinking, so what is it that makes me so fearful? What do I believe is going to happen? 
Because when we let our imagination run wild, of course, those what ifs and those what, what if this will happen? What if this will happen? They tend not to happen. But when we can look that fear in the eye kind of thing and start questioning it, we take away the energy from fear. And we can say, okay, I'm going to release this thought. I'm not going to believe in this fear because I'm going to learn more about you. And I'm going to want to understand you a little bit more because what I fear, chances are, is not going to happen. And when we can start doing that with some of our fears and then releasing it and just letting it go, it no longer takes energy. And what I know to be true is when we have these fears, we are looking for evidence, surveillance, you know, going into surveillance, looking around us, being hypervigilant and look, they call them high alerts kind of thing. And you're looking around for these things that keep you in that amygdala hijack and you can't be in a place of relaxation. So knowing that you're safe, you're doing well, that there's nothing to fear, that you can then move into a space of being able to go after your goals and dreams, because otherwise you're holding yourself back thinking that all these things are going to happen. But when you know you can prepare for the alternatives, or you can know in your head that the chances of likelihood of something happening is very minimal, that you will move forward, you will go after your dreams, and you will take those actions to get those outcomes that you're desiring. And one of the things that when I think about these resolutions and not being telling yourself, well, maybe they're too big. This is where we chunk them down. And I, I know you probably heard, you know, chunk down the goal. But realistically, it can be the smallest increment, let's say you want to write a book, and you're like, <laughs> I'm not an author. Come on. It's like, can you write 50 words today and write 50 words tomorrow and keep writing 50 words and keeping that commitment to yourself? And maybe after three months, you're like, wow, this isn't hard. I tend to write more than that. And that's a minimum of 50 words that you will see how you tap into your creativity, your innovation, and how you will be able to write more. 50 is too big for you. Go to 20. And you're thinking that's kind of absurd. It's not. It's getting you to move in the smallest increments that you believe is possible. And when you start believing in things are possible, then you are going to start taking a few more risks. And the risk could be like, okay, I wrote 25 today. I'm going to, I'm going to shoot for 50. Wow. You hit 50. You're like, wow, unbelievable. And we condition ourselves to reach these smaller incremental that we build momentum to move forward and grow. So thinking about really picking a word, releasing the fears and moving incrementally toward those goals and dreams and looking at the opportunities that could presented to you. And if you get caught up in the how, the answer is yes. I will figure it out, especially if it's of interest to you. If it's not of interest to you, you can say, you know, I'm going to let that opportunity pass. But if you're letting the opportunity pass because you're resistant to it, it's a different story. Because I guarantee you that whatever you resist will persist and it will come back in another form until you embrace that resistance and say, okay, you know what? <laughs> it keeps coming up. Maybe I need to work on this. 
And as you do that, you are going to see yourself start flourishing because you're getting excited about learning something new. And you are starting to master something that you didn't think that you could do or you were resisting. And it's pretty cool to watch people say, oh my gosh, I didn't think I could do anything like this. And look at me now, you know, to expand into what they didn't think was possible. But first they had to move through resistance and which resistance is fear. People have a different name for it. Um, Another word for fear could be frustration that you're frustrated with something, but underlying that of course is fear. Fear that you won't get better, fear that you're not going to improve to the standard that you want to, fear that you're going to be called out for imposter syndrome, fear that you might get embarrassed because you did something for the first time. Very few people master anything on the first time. Think about it. Think about how many times it took you to master something. You know, I think it's fascinating how we think, oh, well, they got it the first time, but you don't know the behind the scenes. You don't know how often they've been practicing. You don't know how much that they have put their focus in on it. And instead of looking outside yourself, how about focus on your own goals and dreams and put that energy into what you want to accomplish? You get so caught up in What are other people doing? And we use this as a measuring stick to see how we're doing, but it's not even an equal comparison. You were comparing not even apples to oranges, which is still a fruit. You're comparing an orange to a basketball or a football, like completely different things. And yet at the same time, when you think of people that you are admiring, or you're seeing that they're farther ahead of you, Success leaves clues. Pay attention. If there's something that someone's doing and they're accomplishing, learn from them. Find out where their focus is. What tools are they using? Are they using a tool or technique? Maybe they're using meditation. Maybe they are using a coach. Maybe they are reading certain books. Maybe they're listening to certain podcasts. Don't be afraid to ask You know, I've written the book, Let's Be Curious. And I have to tell you that being curious is one of the most powerful things that you could do. Let's be curious. When we are in a place of curiosity and open to learning, we can do amazing things. There is decrease in miscommunication. There is new friendships being birthed. There's relationships, you know, being formed. There are, you know, opportunities and businesses that expand and then leadership, new things and new courage is evoked and innovation comes about. It's because you've been curious. You've asked the questions and more questions got spurted and got people thinking. So when I wanted to put together this podcast, I was thinking that, you know, Let's put you at the end of 2024 and thinking about what are the qualities and characteristics? Who did you become over this past year? Kind of looking a year in reverse. And when you look in reverse, you can think about those resolutions that you've now changed into goals because you've made a firm commitment. You've made a choice 
to show up differently because we know as Albert Einstein said, when you do the same thing over and over, you're creating your own insanity because you're going to get the same results. You got to switch things up. Even if it's incremental change, switching it up saying, Oh, I want to improve my problem solving. Are you going to do different problem solving games? Are you going to put yourself into new experiences so that you can, you know, solve and look at some of these problems? Or are you going to start focusing on solutions, knowing that you're more likely to find the solution when you're focused forward? So these are some of the things I want you to think about. But most of all, it's going to start with daily actions of setting your intentions, setting the intention that how you want that day to unfold and how is it going to align with your words and actions? How are you going to have that? I'm going to share my underlying current of belief for you to focus forward, knowing that what you wanted as a resolution, you're actually stepping into that. You become the better problem solver. You're more consistent with your actions and it becomes from the intention and a commitment and a choice to say, this is what I want. And this is some of the actions that I'm going to take to make those things happen. It is developing the new habits. It is making the choice on a daily basis. And if you veer off track, you stand up and you make a new choice. You make a choice to recommit to your goals and dreams because they're important to you. And like I said, if there comes a point when you're not emotionally attached to those goals and dreams anymore, it's time to revisit them. It is time to ask yourself, what is it that truly lights me up? Remembering that I have only one life to live and I'm going to do the things that don't make me come alive, or I'm going to do the things that make me come alive matter to me. The more things have meaning to you, the more you're likely to excel, grow, and learn. I want to thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I do want to send you over to my website so you can get your 10-page PDF of Reset Your Mindset. I do plan to change it in here in the next few weeks to something that will help rejuvenate your actions in 2024. And really excited to give a shout out to Lloyd Minster, Alberta, and a local area around there that I will be coming February 1st to speak on the stage for your Inspiring Women's Conference. I am really excited to be a guest there and um, empowering women to really step into their game, to really step into their potential and you know, view some of these things as fears and daily routines that we can excel and move forward, reaching our goals and dreams. Now, I speak on many different stages, men and women. And, you know, I just embrace the opportunities because I get excited about the people that I get to meet the people I get to work with, and the transformations that occur from just sharing an idea that someone might went ahead with and implemented. Very powerful. So again, you can go over to my website at www.debrakasowski.com and you can grab your report there. And as Mohammed Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world. And as always, go out and make today great. <laughs>